0: Hey everybody! In t- this episode, it's gonna be quite different. Introducing a new category back to the Futurish. In this episode, um, we're gonna revive, so to say, the Futurish podcast, which I had together with my very close friend Pete, who lives in Melbourne. And yeah, we had the funny idea to kind of like revive, um, yeah, the old Futurish format. ...as part of the Unreasonable Art of Living podcast. So if you're the first... ...if you listen to this for the first time... Um, ...it's very different to the... ...usual content, so to say... ...of the Unreasonable Art of Living podcast. The Back to the Future-ish... ...category or episode... ...is going to be all about just two friends... ...having a very casual conversation... ...about topics they share deeply... ...and care about. Very geeky, very tech-driven... ...sometimes talking about games... ...books, recommendations... It's very different. Still, it carries the casual, com- casual nature of the Unreasonable Art of Living podcast. There's a lot of rambling sometimes or most of the time. It's even very unprepared and unplanned. But this made the Futurish podcast so special. So I hope you can enjoy it to listen to two friends having a beautiful conversation about things they love. And yeah, it's going to be very casual. And very rambly, a lot of white noise. Please enjoy.
1: You're listening to
2: Futurish. Ooh, ooh, ooh,
3: ooh, ooh. And I'm
1: Hello and welcome to episode number 31 of the Futurist Podcast. Wait, 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 wait. My Pete, name Pete, is
0: Pete, 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 this yeah. is the Unreasonable Art of Living Podcast.
1: Oh, wait, <laughs> it's not Futurist?
0: No, man, we we stopped Futurist a few years ago. You remember?
1: Wait, what year is it?
0: <laughs> this is oh, the, un- man. oh, um, sorry, didn't you, didn't you see the note? Oh. Yeah, no. I'm sorry, but
1: Unreal's oh, okay, okay. The
0: un—it's called the Unreasonable Art of Living podcast.
1: I, I've heard good things about that. <laughs> I hear the host is really good, but I hear it's only half as good as uh, the Futurist podcast. Yeah,
0: no, I think the Futurist podcast is probably the benchmark for all podcasts out there in the world, across time uh, and space. Even like Neanderthalers nah. and like Caveman <laughs> <laughs> they were listening to the Futurist <laughs> podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which is, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. You know, we set, we set the precedent. <laughs> By the way, uh, any podcast that goes, is, is, yeah.
0: I was so sense. excited that we're doing this and a bit nervous that I put my black tea bag of, out of my cup of tea after 30 seconds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a very light tea.
0: It's a very light tea. I'm, I put it back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, um so you're drinking tea. Yeah. I'm drinking whiskey. <laughs> um this whiskey is actually really really special
0: yeah what is it oh by the way maybe for the listeners here so just as a context yes this is my very 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 close friend pete he lives in melbourne and yeah we actually yeah we did we started our first podcast i think was it four years ago when was the first futurish episode i
1: feel like it was I don't know, we've stopped and started a times, <laughs> I just don't know, like, um, oh, hang on. I think it was I'll, around I'll, the time I'll...
0: when I moved to Helsinki, so we were in 2016.
1: Yeah, 2016, wow. I mean, 2016. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so
0: we started our very first podcast around that time, and we, it's called The Future Rich, and we did it once a month to kind of like, yeah, maintain our beautiful friendship and to task, just have an excuse to discuss about things we love. And actually, you can still listen to the futurish episodes. You can find it on Spotify, futurish, and there are thirty amazing podcast episodes. And uh, we <laughs> normally, yeah, we. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember, I think I had to stop at some point because we always recorded on Sunday, my Sunday morning and your Sunday afternoon evenings, and um, the deal was that we both would drink whiskey or red wine. But hence the whiskey. Hence the whiskey, but it was my Sunday morning.
1: <laughs> hence no whiskey. <laughs> hence no whiskey.
0: <laughs> yes. So good to have you, PD. So what good kind of whiskey are you drinking? Sorry. What kind of whiskey are you drinking?
1: So you know Star Ward. Yeah. So so Star Ward, for those who don't know, is an Australian whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um it's a Melbourne, specifically a Melbourne whiskey. And me and Gerhard actually went to the mm-hmm. distillery, and we had we had um, some really nice. Um, it was it was a coffee sort of like um, night that one was like so yeah. it was more coffee, coffee and whiskey together. Mm-hmm. This is not coffee related. <laughs> this is um, a blend with two of my favorite whiskies: so Star Ooh. Ward crossed with Lagavulin
0: And they did it. Yeah. Wow.
1: So it's a, it's a Starwood whiskey. Um, it's a company, it's a partnership between Starwood and Lagavulin okay. and, um, it's Starwood whiskey, uh, distilled, uh, well, um, yeah, not distilled. Um, what's it called? I don't know what the pro blank, you know, what it is steeped. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's in the whiskey barrels of, of Lagavulin uh, whiskeys. So um, it's, oh, wow. it's super peaty and super like smoky and, mm. you know, and strong. But the sort of sweetness of, of uh, Starwood, which is really interesting. So um, I don't know if I like it as much as a, Wait, as a normal I need wood, to starwood on its own. Star,
0: yeah. how do you spell it again? Starward.
1: Star Ward.
0: Star Wars. It's a limited edition. Yeah, Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. I loved this whiskey because uh, for two reasons. Mm. A, because actually um, I do like bourbon whiskey because it's the tiny sweetness to it. Mm. Um, And Star Wars has like this bit of tiny sweetness. It's not a bourbon, right? It's not a bourbon, but it's a, it's it's still single malt and but it has this bit of sweetness i love bourbon and i love Star Wars whiskey it's probably my favorite whiskey
1: starboard is smooth as well, it's
0: smooth I, it lo- I love it
1: yeah yeah it's it's really good it's one of the the better australian ones mm-hmm. um but yeah like the, when they announced that they were doing a sort of partnership with like a i had i, I mean wow. i haven't I, I stopped drinking whiskey and buying bottles and things like that at home because I'm, you know, trying to be healthier and things like that. But the moment that this happened, I was like, okay, well, I've got to get a bottle and I have to have some whiskey on on uh, for futurish. Well, I mean, sorry, yeah. there is <laughs> so.
0: <laughs> And um, oh, actually, do you remember? Because I think what I laughed about when we went to store the the tasting, they explained why. Star Wars whiskey is so special because it has something to do with the very special conditions in Melbourne where you have like this. Do you remember what it was?
1: Yeah, it was the temperature. The temperature, yeah. Yeah, so um, Melbourne is hot and cold, sometimes both at the same time. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, it's there's just, I think it's, there's never a really, really hot day. And if it is, it's kind of like it could be. know 30 degrees during the day and Mm -hmm. then drop down to like um cold at night Mm -hmm. Um, and you know like it just has these highs and uh, high highs and low lows um so i think that's part of it so um yeah it makes it very special very unique
0: as well also like different to to the scottish kind of like whiskey because like they have a very set very set kind of like very predictable weather conditions there Mm. in melbourne yeah it's fascinating yeah and um, also like, as you can maybe for the listeners, you will see this episode is classic and futurist style, very unplanned, very unprepared, <laughs> very rambly, but is it that it is um yeah, honoring a beautiful friendship and we felt like futurist is always out there and it needs to be part of this now. and we prepared, not prepared. Some things for this episode. What did we do, pete Yeah,
3: it's funny, it's funny
1: because we we agreed on one thing, and then even about 10 minutes ago, it's like, no, I don't have that. Like, i already got this. And it's like okay. Um, so we're gonna do it very, very future style. So mm-hmm. which is like we we'll talk about a topic, uh, each will each of us will bring up a topic, it's gonna mm-hmm. be one topic each, and then there's gonna be a discussion about another like non-topic topic, because Gerhard doesn't have two topics, <laughs> then we're gonna recommend two things each. Uh, I think is is probably the best um, one. Who wants to start with a topic?
0: By the way, Pete, I think you said yeah. one topic each. Did I? Oh,
1: I feel like I said two.
0: Oh, you said I've got two topics <laughs> to talk yeah. about. And I say, like, yeah. cool, great, I got one. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool, cool,
1: cool, cool. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs>
0: Who wants to start? maybe you because like it's um, one topic then i have one yeah yeah And All right. i have the, the okay
1: the non-topic discussion yeah cool um okay so uh i think <laughs> so i wonder this this is not the topic but i just want to just make the note that i literally had here it said side note elon musk what the fuck <laughs> like so, the last time we caught up, it, I loved Elon, right? Yes, Remember? you. And like, I was a hero. And then I like to go on record that I denounce <laughs> any like <laughs> love that I have for him because what the fuck? Like, what, what, I am what, not going to... Ha- the topic is not going to be on him, but I just wanted to say that. I've denounced it. Let's <laughs> move on and forget that ever happened. Because we need
0: to check something. There's actually one app. Ep- <laughs> if you go to Futurish. No, um, no. Uh, <laughs> Oh, Spotify? (laughs) Oh, do you remember the Future Awards 2019? They were amazing. But um, wait, (laughs) there was one? Yes. Where is it? Um, I think one of the first episodes.
1: I love how one of the titles is Can you be sexually attracted to (laughs)
2: objects?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
0: no, I thought there was actually one episode called um, something with Elon Musk and Pete. But if you have the time, yes, there was something like that. I'm sure the listeners by now you're like, "What? This is a very like well spent, it's very well spent time right now." Um, there are many episodes where you will see <laughs> that Pete had a strong, how to say, <clears throat> strong love for Elon. Let's put it that way. Not anymore. Back, Back then, yeah. But he back then he was a different man. He has changed. Yes, I was he has changed back then. Yeah. <laughs> but also Elon has changed.
1: And, uh, yeah, he's stupider, but now <laughs> so maybe could... it was always like that, and we just didn't know. Um, yeah, probably. Well. I don't know. Um, but we, by the way, side like, side side note, like we should do a um, a Futurist Awards 2023.
0: Uh, yes, well. we should do it in December. Okay.
1: Yes. Yes. Okay. No. Cool. Done. Okay, that is happening. Cool.
0: Back to your topic, Pete.
1: <laughs> Back to the topic. So the actual topic. Um, so I want to talk about AI. Well, AI is such a big thing. And I'm not talking about like the the recent news of Sam Altman getting fired from the CEO. That's my article. AI. Is it really?
0: Yes, that's my article.
1: Okay, perfect. Well, that's going to be a perfect. good segue. So I want to talk about that. I am talking about, uh, I want to talk about the theory of AI. Mm-hmm um well the future potential of ai okay with one particular use case that's that's just been announced which is called humane ai Mm -hmm. um have you heard of that yes
0: but maybe explain
1: yeah i'm glad that you have because by the way we were supposed to have no prep so we don't know each other's stories no and that's that's the thing so that's what's good it would have been hilarious if we had the same story amazing yeah so um obviously ai is a big thing so um Humane AI is from Imran children probably, you know, butchering his name. Um, but he was the guy who did the UI and UX of the uh, iPhone interface. Mm-hmm. Um, so worked for Apple, did all that, uh, left and uh, started a company because he thinks that he can, you know, take AI in a direction uh, and serve, I guess, connectivity in a direction, that, um, you know, where it should go. And so humane AI is this little pin, like a little lapel pin that you just pin to your lapel. Uh, (laughs) So you basically pin onto yourself, um, has a little magnet that attaches to your clothing and Mm -hmm. then the humane AI clips onto that magnet. Uh, What then happens is there's no display. There's nothing like that. What there is, is a little, you can put your hand in front of it and it will project Mm -hmm. a uh, project a you know, like a a projection onto your hands of a very simple widget-like interface. Like, just say, if you think about your widgets that you have on your phone, like, you know, what's the weather and, you know, like the time and here's your calendar, these sorts of things. So very, very uh, simplistic uh, things. But predominantly the whole point of it is that you're interacting with this, you know, intelligence Mm -hmm. on there to be able to kind of like be, you know, more ever so present in your you know like surroundings um because you don't have treats. a screen
0: anymore it's just very natural you don't have a screen yeah.
1: anymore so it's not about like social media absorption and things like that it's just pure using it purely as a tool wow and um you know and so i guess the question it's so that's the topic but the question that i have is can ai replace phones in some way do you like mm. you know like her like played a really good mm-hmm, sort of part mm-hmm. in it like where you know you could you could do it and then you could just cast the ai to a computer so you can kind of like you know offboard it that way Um like jarvis obviously was very well um, you know like um, because of i jarvis, oh, of jarvis. I, I was like
0: charred yeah, I mean, to move with the shark
1: the, the shark yeah <laughs> Oh, not jaw. Um, it was jaw, not Char. Jaw, jaw. It's like, what is that? Sharknado? Like Sharknado?
0: <laughs> did a really good job replacing the phone.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the AI, you know, is in the shark, and the shark yeah. is now your artificial, <laughs> um, you know, like helper. <laughs> so, <laughs> but you know, like, how, what does a world look like? Mm. I mean, I, I mean, this is my take on it first.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I love the idea of it. I've always loved like having an artificial sort Mm -hmm. of assistance that could basically just give you the summary of like what's happening, what you'd be missing that you'll be Mm -hmm. interested in. But I, I, you know, I, like I think the fact that there's just, there's a lot of downsides to it. Mm -hmm. One, there's no typing. So there's no privacy in general. If you're Mm -hmm. on a train, what are you going to do? Whisper to the thing? Mm-hmm. Can you search the, the top five busty? You know? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Women, yeah, I get, I get you. It's, like, you know, it's, not, it's not going to be there.
0: Please um, search for not safe for work content.
1: Yeah, yeah. Please repeat. Did you say? Yes. Yeah, you mean not safe for work content?
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: and, and, and get this this is the biggest, biggest downside of it. Mm-hmm. No emojis.
0: Yeah, that's so true.
1: Fuck that! Like, how could we live in a world with no emojis? But I'm curious to know what your your take on it
0: is. By the way, do we want to? Because this is going to be also on YouTube, and we can actually share the screen. And do you want to watch together, like the, the, the tiny clip about human AI when they, you know he presented on yes. the TED Talk? Yeah, yeah. Because wait, I was oh, just yeah, while while you on. were talking, I will. Um, I was preparing it. Whoa. Oh, that's loud. Um. Wait, I'm just gonna get to the part. Oh yeah, well, I'm gonna share my screen first.
1: Look at this. This was not the technology when <laughs> we were doing futuristic. No, it wasn't. This <laughs> is what happens when Gerhard runs a podcast and not like, not just keeping it between like whatever like just, <laughs> just this structure.
0: So, do you see the screen?
1: I do now. Yes.
0: Okay. So let's go. Where does it start? Okay. Oh,
1: you got the TED Talk on. Yeah. Is there, yeah. There's. Yeah, okay. Oh,
0: isn't is a different one? Is there a better one?
1: There's a there's a new one. This is their pre first announcement. Okay. And then if you go humane AI trailer, I think it is trailer. Let's do a trailer, um, yeah. Like, oh, there's like a product demo. Or oh, maybe the. I mean that one. Yeah.
0: This from official. Oh, wait, let's go humane AI trailer product product demo
1: on, I, will, I will say that their their product launch wasn't really that great i mean I, I, I humane ai pin like um you probably actually even be out oh my god their website's interesting oh there you go yeah go to humane um their website if you type in humane ai pin and uh, it's hu.ma.ne hu.ma.any what the
0: hell man okay watch the film maybe this one
1: that's it yeah yeah yeah, that's the one that's it that's the pin
0: we don't have to watch the whole one I guess
4: welcome to Humane
2: who is loud this is the Humane AI pin it's a standalone device and software platform built from the ground up for AI it comes in three colorways got Eclipse lunar and equinox. There's two pieces, jobs. a computer and a battery booster. And the battery booster powers a smaller battery inside the main computer. And this is how we achieve our all-day battery
4: life. So if you ever exhaust the booster, you just reach into your pocket or bag and hot-swap it. This is a perpetual power system that allows you to use your AI pin for as long as you want.
2: There are no wake words, so it's not always listening or always recording. In fact, it doesn't do anything until you engage with it, and your engagement comes through your touch, voice, gesture, or the laser ink display.
4: It also comes with its own connectivity built right in, our own humane network connected by T-Mobile.
2: We were able to pack a lot of technology into something really small. It runs a Qualcomm Snapdragon chipset, and that means it's really fast, which is crucial for AI.
4: It's got an ultra-wide RGB camera, depth sensor, and motion sensors.
2: And it's got this really special speaker that creates this bubble of sound. It can be really intimate, or it can be really loud.
4: It has an indicator that we call the trust light that is built directly into the AI PIN's hardware via a dedicated privacy chip.
2: The trust light indicates when its input, optical, or audio sensors are active. Ensuring full transparency and data security.
4: The AI Pin privacy chip also protects it from being exploited, which means if it's ever physically tampered with, it will require service from Humane to restore operation.
2: The AI Pin comes with a beacon that lets you know when it has something. Otherwise, I want to see some use cases like messages from trusted contacts.
4: You need,
0: so I'm gonna fast forward.
2: To the right, I ah. skip. I was go down. And pause, and to get back to my home screen, I just close my hand. Okay. Got my clock, weather, and the date, if I tilt my hand up, got nearby. It tells me everything that might be around me and where I am at the same time. I can also use it to ask questions, mm. like
0: hey, pause, when yeah, is like the next... Well, I'm going to stop sharing. Um, yeah, I mean, like, for those who just listen to on on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, so I'm going to link it, it's you main to die. It's like, yeah, as Pete describes, like this pin that projects something on your hand. Um, I mean, impressive. Also, like what you just said, like, and, and you know, like, uh, I found two constraints. A, I find it's really weird that I have to talk all the time. I think it's, mm-hmm. it's awkward. And B also like I would just think about how does it look like when there's like on it's a really bright day, and like you project it on your, on yeah. your skin. Also like, what if your skin is more on the pale side? How well does how well is the contrast? You know what I mean? It's not really unified. Oh,
1: and did you notice the con the, the quality of it looked pretty blurry? Was, I mean, I don't expect it to be a very good screen, mm. but I guess that's the point of it. They're, they're really leaning toward it all being like voice right
0: yeah i mean i do i mean what was your first question (laughs) where is AI going
1: yeah so i guess okay let me let me pose the question this way 10 years have gone where do you where do you see wearable technology Mm -hmm. or personal tech computers being
0: Mm mm-hmm So I think...
1: Now that given the AI is obviously so predominant. Absolutely.
0: I mean, it will play a very, very strong role and it does already. And I think I see the iPhone disappearing or like smartphone, but I don't think it's going to be an interface where something is being projected to your skin and you just use it with your voice. I think it's more like it's going to move more towards to your glasses. I think. Okay. Like more, it really, I, I really feel like more the Apple Vision... Role. Like, you, you wear some glasses and you have, like, an interface and you can um, control it with ca- gestures, but you don't have to speak all the time. I think that's much more, I think, comfortable because I don't want to talk all the time. It's really uncomfortable, I think. Yeah. And I think the smartphone will disappear. I'm very certain about it.
1: I think, personally, it's going to be a, a mix of all of it. Mm-hmm so it will be something small Mm -hmm. right that you can wear that will be your i guess the repository for all the information Mm -hmm. but you're able to cast it to devices that you have so if you want to work you know like you're on the go you might have a glasses or things like that something that you're wearable Mm -hmm. um an optical wearable sort of thing uh but if you're you know, you want to work, you can cast it to your work computer Absolutely. or cast it to a screen, like a bigger screen, right? Like you are where you are. And, you know, that's why I think, honestly, I've got an Apple Watch. I feel like what's the difference between this and an Apple Watch? Mm-hmm. The Humane AI opinion. Like, honestly, this I feel like is way better than the Humane AI. I can talk to it. I can interact. The, the new ones have gestures as well.
0: Yeah. Like the new Apple, oh, really? Apple Watches. Yeah, I didn't know so that. You
1: can, like, you can, like, basically, I think it was um, tap your fingers to skip and, you know, do whatever. Oh, wow. Um, so it's doing all of that. But I think that's all just, you're and not going to do that. Yeah. You're just going to pull it up and you're going to tap mm-hmm. your fucking finger. <laughs> apologize for <laughs> the language. I don't know. Do you have swearing on on your phone? It's podcast? totally fine. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <for it.
0: laughs> but, you know, like, this is the point, I think, also. But the same issue has actually Apple Vision. You know, like what, uh, yeah. you know, what, when the iPhone came out, actually, it clearly solved a lot of issues with phones. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, there was such an clear, you would look at this it, like, wow, yes, this really will, can make my life better. With human, humane AI, but also with Apple Vision. So now let's stick to human to the this pin that projects mm-hmm. something in your hand. I'm looking at it and we're like, I don't know why I should buy it. You know what I mean? It's like, it doesn't really like solve anything. There's like no issue I have right now with my, because my iPhone is amazing. It's like an ins- crazy device. I love it. And it's like, what, why would I use the human, human, humane AI? Why?
1: Yeah. Honestly, there is, there's, there isn't like, every product that comes out right, Mm -hmm. like ideally needs to solve a problem. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Like, and the problem is something, you know, that another competitor had and you're doing it better, but this doesn't solve anything.
0: And the AI
1: in it isn't that great. Like it's standard. It's basic. It's not like it's blowing the world. It's, it's powered by chat GPT. So yes, it's got a bit more, you know, natural language model. Right. (laughs) But like, I don't know. It's like, you can just ask, you can talk to JetGPT on your phone.
0: Mm-hmm. And also like with the, yeah, I don't know if I'm also comfortable to have, wear a pin all the time. Like it's always outside. You know what I mean? Mm. There's like, I like, I like the idea like, okay, they're experimenting to different interfaces and to remove yeah. the screen. And it feels like in the next 10 years, probably we're going to see a lot of, what do we do with this AI kind of experiments? Mm. Same with the smartphone, like kind of like we had Nokia, we had BlackBerry. They were actually, wow. In the, I watched a really cool documentary, not documentary, like a um, movie about the history, like how the, the rise of BlackBerry, the story behind it. Mm. It was a really cool movie because I didn't know much about BlackBerry, but also they um, they really solved, they really like with their keyboard. It was amazing.
1: Yeah, they had a full, so Basically before Blackberry, everything used the sort of, uh, I can't remember the actual name of the tech is, but it's just the the number one. Yeah. So you have to press one, you know, three times to make it C, whatever it is. Um, And then they did a full size like Quota keyboard mm-hmm. and you could just like type quicker. And it was very, uh, they solved quite a few things. One, it was focused on chat, email and, and chat, mm-hmm. right? Like so they had um blackberry messenger which mm-hmm. was like w- ridiculously good this was before whatsapp and, you know, it's amazing and and i all didn't all know thing. yeah it was i didn't know that they were so like good.
0: they were the first ones kind of like to understand hey we can have our own network where people don't pay f- per yeah. message and yeah yeah i mean maybe maybe we have many like um like gen- like if you allow early 20s or like before that yeah, we had to pay per message early, early two thousands. It was ridiculous, actually. Yeah,
1: I mean, technically, you still do now mm-hmm. for SMS, right? Like, but everyone's got unlimited SMS, typically. Yeah. So, so it's kind of yeah. The, and
0: that's there was a huge problem, like huge. a huge, huge thing to kind of like, wow, you can do message without paying anything. You just go through the data network. Wow. Mm. Yeah, and then and the, then the yeah. iPhone
1: obviously was you know like I mean other phones did it but. Uh, there was other phones that kind of like solved a little bit, but they were just all of them. Even the Blackberry was just janky because they were not touch screen. It mm-hmm. was, you know, like when iPhone came out and everyone was uh, all the business guys were on, um, the business bros were on like, uh, Blackberry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> they were all, it was this whole thing like complaining about like the speed of typing oh, it's so much easier to type on a BlackBerry. iPhone's going to fail because they don't have physical buttons. Mm-hmm. You know, like, um, and so then there was other competitors that came out that had a, I think it was Samsung, actually, that had the um, the, the sort of touchscreen and then you slide it up to reveal a full screen, mm-hmm. uh, a full-size uh, keyboard as well. And you know, like, uh, BlackBerry then also did their, you know their subsequent versions of it that did the same thing uh but none no get like because they just got used to typing on touch uh, yeah know, on a uh, touch screen so
0: yeah i think with the, and then the iphone came in the present it mean like everyone who watched the reveal of the iphone it's oh, still kind of so like true. it was a huge it was like wow because it, they made it so clear what they combine it's like they combined a phone they combined an ipod and a pc and it's like,
1: yeah and this was also back back before like so the iphone and old i mean i don't think that i don't know if the blackberry did it but the the internet pages were WAP. like do you remember WAP pages
0: no web so pages WAP. w-a-p w-a-wap okay
1: no WAP. so that was the technology it was text-based oh, really the images it was all text-based so like just want to interact with this link and, and things like that and because speeds were like really slow like these were those were like um what is it gdsma or something like that um speeds pre-3g or something like that uh and then i think it might be it's the wrong tech i don't know but uh it it was slower than 3g so it was very very slow to load pages so you would usually go to wap dot like um google.com or WAP.blah blah blah you know so you would have your own mobile sort of based um you know like version of it yeah and you would just kind of strip away all like using css and just like strip away all your style sheets and everything so it's just text based wow. so it's loads of, like yeah, yeah, same yeah click on mobile but then iphone came out and they, they had 3g and then um you know the, the basic well the iphone 3 the first one didn't but then the iphone 3 G mm-hmm. came out but the, the following year And that was the one that was, I think, international as well, because that's the one that came to Australia first as well. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, So that changed everything.
0: But I mean, like, going back to your question, like, with AI, I think, A, it's going to be interesting to see all the devices that come out now. But why why I think, like, for example, with Apple Vision, why I love the glasses is, like, there's huge potential. I mean, like, it's really expensive right now and, like, far away from reaching the mainstream. It also doesn't solve a problem just yet, because like I could imagine, like for example, like a software engineer. I could imagine like typing into space. <laughs> I need some feedback. But then again, you can con- yeah. I guess you can connect your keyboard to the screen on your Apple Vision. That would be amazing. I mean I can really see that.
1: There'll probably be some smart that'll just recognize that. Oh, feature. for sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. And then image recognition, right? Like
0: but then very beautiful segue, you know, what's powering human humane <laughs> is yeah, chat yeah. and open AI. And for this, I mean, like for me, yeah. that's open AI and ChatGPT has become such an. integral part of how huge. I work It's huge. Like as a coder, software engineer, it's such a beautiful partner. It's really like, especially when you, now that I'm um, like, it's a really good part. It's better than Googling because like, you can brainstorm with ChatGPT. You can mm-hmm. try things out. It gives you really good code sometimes, actually, most of the time. Then you take it. I learn a lot just working with ChatGPT or just like, hey, how would you actually refactor this whole code? And then you're just, all right, cool. It's amazing. Like, that's gigantic. That's why I was a, I, like, for me, there's a no brainer to pay for it, the pro version. It's.
1: I will say, though, mm-hmm. I had an experience and. Um, recently and so I um so I wanted to uh, in, in, you know write by purchasing this product you accept the terms and conditions yeah right that was the prompt and I asked I asked uh, chat GPT can you rewrite this ex- uh, rewrite and expand on this mm-hmm. and it basically wrote um like something really like similar to you know by accepting and it's like really legally sort of thing like like you know like boring copy like a bit too dry a bit okay. too you know like long-winded things like that and I said can you make it a bit more casual and so the prompt that it <laughs> gave me was you give a thumbs up to this product yeah. um by you know like by um <laughs> you know hanging with it or something like that <laughs> and I was like well, who gives a thumbs up to products it was, it was <laughs> It's got a bit of work to do. So. I know,
0: I know. But are you working with 3.5 or 4?
1: I think it's 3.5. Yeah, so... Yeah. But no, I'm not, even, I'm not paying for it, um, so...
0: It's a huge difference to 4.0. But I, re- I know what you mean because I had a similar situation where I think there was... Because, like, you have to kind of, like, also, like, feed your writing style a bit. Because, like, mm. I remember, it's like, hey, make it a bit more simpler and casual and it became, like, this really, I don't know teenage boy schoolyard language yeah. it was like who, who talks like this who would write this it's like no
1: <laughs> yeah i don't and maybe it's a wording prompt maybe casual is not the best thing to use, No. yeah right like, it's a little bit prompting make it less formal oh and what Ooh, i yeah, learned I
0: it was fascinating so i was working with i was working with research paper and i was like asking uh, about the word count it was too much i was like hey could you reduce it the word count, we were at 3,000 and the word count limit was 2,500. I was like, could you make it more concise and reduce it to 2,500? And every time I asked ChatGPT, it would give me a version with 500 words. I was like, w- wh- what's the issue? Why can't it like, why does it have such an issue with word count? And then I googled and it makes sense because it's a natural, what do you call it, natural uh, speech language model natural language model right it doesn't yeah. know how to count and actually ah. you have to teach it so then i gave it <clears you the throat> a sentence like hey how many words are there and i knew it was like five words it would give me four sometimes three and sometimes six words and then you have to kind of like teach it to kind of like count and then it became better but oh still unreliable
1: <laughs> see i thought it was like because it's too literal it's kind of like that whole um you know, thing about, you know, you ask a genie, genie to give you something and it's, like, going to give you exactly like, exactly yeah. what you asked for. Um, but you didn't mean it that way, you know. Uh, but, yeah, like, <laughs> I think chat GPT, I think there's a lot of, we've still got a lot to learn, not only as mm-hmm. chat GPT is the way it, it can get there, but also how we interact yeah, with Yeah, right? absolutely. And like, um, the best use cases. So I, I guess it brings on to your topic. Right? Yeah, so my um, topic, actually,
0: there was uh... Some shit happened? Sh- shit happened. I mean, like, it was actually last evening, last night. It happened last yesterday. So, it turns out, um, I forgot his name. Sam Oldman, Alt- I think. Sam Oldman, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sam Oldman, now the former CEO of okay. OpenAI, the person chat ChatGPT, he got sacked yesterday. He got fired. It's huge because you would, if you followed OpenAI, since its lo- like of- official launch last year, he was uh, yeah. Oh, Peter, are yeah. you still there? Oh, there you were a bit. Yeah, yeah.
1: He so he was them. like the pu- yeah, that's huge.
0: you. like he? There were like the he was a driving force behind OpenAI. He was like the dead public figure. You find so many videos, YouTube videos, keynote speeches about OpenAI, where they want to go and whatnot. And he got fired yesterday. Mm. And of course now, wow what's why is the big question what's happening what is your take on it like i mean like for me that's usually i read it through there was little information available yesterday apparently there was kind of like um so the board basically said they were not happy whatever they they didn't trust sam altman anymore because he failed to communicate with them honestly and transparently where the company Mm -hmm. wants to go where he wants to go and he would have then, for example, I think there was it actually happened last week, he was giving a keynote speech about releasing this whole um, own marketplace. And I think the board mm. wasn't really aware of this, that this is happening, at that speed and what direction. So Sam Altman just failed to communicate where he's heading. And I think he had his own kind of like agenda. And it was like a big inner turmoil. Also, like apparently his management style was very manipulative. And I think for the board he was going too fast. That's what I Mm. read so far. It's all rumors.
1: I call bullshit on that. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's the reason.
0: What do you think it is?
1: It just seems a bit sus like that Mm -hmm. a couple of, about a week ago was a a little bit more that all the news about him sexually abusing his sister.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Um, Yeah. So like 10 years ago on Twitter, his sister posted that she was sexually abused by Sam. What, um, when they were kids, um, but then it came out that she's mentally, um, unwell and that it may not be true, um, or it is that you know, like who knows, um, whether it's that, uh, that sort of a drama that came in, Mm -hmm. or if it's uh. I just think personally, I don't think it's what the chairman, uh, the 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 board was saying, because the chairman also resigns.
0: Yeah, And he's right? one of the Lights co-founders, so isn't he? it?
1: Yeah, he's he was one of the co-founders of the company. He was the chairman uh, chairman of the board. Um, he basically, uh, and the pre- chairman and president of the you know mm-hmm. of the company. So he was the guy running the show basically. Mm-hmm. For him to lose as uh, to, to leave as well, obviously it was a decision that he didn't agree with.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, if it was a directional thing, you almost have to assume that it would have been something that they work with Sam on, right? All right. like because this looks to be like a complete sef- uh, tie severance of it. Something I feel like something's going to come out, some story is going to come mm-hmm. out, um, in the next. Couple of days to in next week or whatever it is that will basically go. Ah, oh, this is why. Wow. You know, and they want to distance themselves because what board doesn't want a CEO to move quick in absolutely the space of AI, especially ChatGPT
0: <laughs> is like opening eyes, just killing it, really yeah. killing it. Like they're He's so far ahead of well. most competitors. There's like one. Now I think there was genius how they actually. Launched ChatGPT, the first like launch. ChatGPT 3.5, but ChatGPT 4.0 was almost already ready. So they knew it's gonna come. So everyone was just like impressed with 3.5, and I said like, wait yeah. a moment, 4.0 is coming out in a few months, and that's nothing compared to 3.5. Like this is like
1: yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: He was. I I found like he yeah. did a really genius product rollout.
1: He he's he was very, he was pretty much the poster boy of the company. Yeah. Like he was, you know, it just managed to be able to kind of like direct, you know, communicate the direction of AI, which is a very difficult because they very heavy <laughs> tech product. Yeah. and popularized it in the sort of like mainstream thing. Um, and so like, basically he's just, yeah, I don't know. It's just, there's obviously something there that happened because Sam wasn't made. A, Sam, at least in his comments on Twitter, seems shocked by the decision. So if it was to do with his, um, you know, direction, it's like it's something sudden. A lot of there's been conversation that it could be a coup as well.
3: Yeah,
0: I'm just. I you mean, know, now right. I'm just googling. Like, I mean, the news are crazy. Yeah. Uh, there's one article. Open AI board in discussions with Sam Altman to return a CEO. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Wow.
1: I, I just, there's something going on.
0: But it's crazy, isn't it? It's always so crazy that you have like this huge. It's actually almost sad because like, I thought like, hey, OpenAI, ChatGPT, despite like AI and danger, it's like, oh, wow, they're actually now really, for the first time creating, it's a Silicon Valley startup that actually creates value in a very distinct way. It like really pushes AI forward. And then it's always like, there's always something about this Silicon Valley success stories and founders. So often there's something, <laughs> something fishy. It's like always there's something, but let's see. Maybe I don't know. I'm great. I mean, like these allegations about uh, by his sister, they're they're severe,
1: they're they're huge. Yeah, that was 10 years ago, right? So that was just on digging it up. Um, you know, I mean, it could literally have been planned like someone knew about it, dug it up, leaked it. Um, because how would you find 10 years old thing? And you know, know. it's a bit bit sus that one, um, but.
0: And it then just, the thing is, she, she yeah. what I just read. She was kind of like blocked by almost all platforms, kind of like silenced.
1: Interesting. Yeah, there's it's with the whole like you know if you think about like everything that's been happening uh, with you know Sam Bankman Freed as well and all <laughs> this, you know this, you know like all of those types of people. Everyone's dodgy as fucking that industry. <laughs> like, I, I, I take back what I said if I get future funding, but you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's business. Like, and you know, personal matters got like
3: still mm. apply.
1: Like, you know, you're still a human. So if you did this when you're you're younger and like this was true that what he did, then he needs to be held accountable. Absolutely, it, you know? like. And so, if that means he's loser, like you know, I've, I've I haven't really followed Sam Altman. I think I've been a bit burnt from the whole you know, Elon Musk thing and following a tech you know tech <laughs> pioneer. But um, like I, I've been, I've heard that he's also quite um, I don't know, it's a bit sort of like narcissistic um with his of um, sort of like way of things and
0: that's what i had, like whether i do is like in his management style and classic silicon valley narcissistic manipulative ceo which yeah kind of comes hand in hand with unfortunately most of the time but not always i think that's right. a that's a sad thing it's like i think there's so 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 many great ceos and founders tech founders who are not like that <laughs> you know
1: yeah well hope, uh, hopefully that you've heard
0: no, they've heard. But luckily, it's like, you know, the same with, with uh, as you, like for me, some, I was more interested in the product, ChatGPT, mm. than the founder, yeah. Sam Altman, because same. I know Sam Altman is just a public figure, but the like genius people who behind it are not in the public, you know, the, yeah, 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 the yeah, AI, AI researchers please. and really work on the model. These are the people so actually it. we should be thankful for. Yeah.
1: And they're the people that are still there. So like, I don't think ChatGPT's future is really going to be um, you know impacted by this personally.
0: Man, but it's like this, I read it yesterday, it's like, whoa, that's that's a bomb. Wow.
1: Yeah, I know, I read it and I was like, whoa, what? I well, did, did not expect that. Man. Yeah, so it was my article. want to so move on to the next?
0: Yes, so either discussion one? point or recommendation.
1: Oh, one or the other?
0: Yeah. What's the discussion point?
1: <laughs> so, the discussion point is subscription services in general. Okay. I want to. I want to. So one of the things mm. that we, I didn't mention with Humane AI is that it's a subscription service. What? Oh man. Yeah, you have to pay like four ninety five a month for the AI stuff. Like, so you
0: pay for sure. the pin, and then yeah,
1: and then you pay for the uh, subscription to use um, the services. So you get cloud. You get basically pay for cloud data storage and access to AI services. And it comes also with the, the cellular plan as well, which is, you know, fair enough, that side of it. But um, basically it costs $699 US mm-hmm. and then $24 a month.
0: I'm more on this. I'm, I think it's okay. I'm like, because it's, you get at least like, it's a physical device and you pay for
1: the, cell the tech and the
0: cell. I've, I've, I, no, actually, I'm not sure. I think it's, it's so odd because like the first time I stumbled upon this model was with the aura ring, you know, like this tracking device. Yeah. They yeah, used to have like future. a one, yeah. They used to have like one time you pay for it. That's it. Like you, you pay, you pay a device, but now they actually change as well. You pay the device, and then you can. You have to subscribe. You can have it for free, but yeah. like, you have to subscribe to it like a monthly fee. to can like get the latest because you also invest into the software. And it kind of grows. So
1: you're paying for software updates.
0: Yeah, like because there's also like the AI model and the features that are coming in. It's like, I don't know, man.
1: Nah, nah. I this is the this is the point, right? My why this is the whole conversation is like subscriptions, in my opinion, is just getting crazy. Yeah. It's like the car services, like where you need to pay, like it was a BMW where you pay for the heating. Mm-hmm like cast heated, like, so they did. They implement the software, like, yeah. the feature, like, so you it heated the car seats and now they unlock, uh, they lock it basically behind a subscription uh, mm-hmm. service. Like, I, I would, is this I would, the world we live in now?
0: But also, like, the one thing is like, if the baseline brace price, brace, brace <laughs> if the baseline price would be reduced, because what I understood is about the subscription service with the car is like, you can switch it on and off. So, for example, you say, for this winter, I want to have, you know, heater. Then you can pay yeah. for a few months and then you just turn it off again. Because other ways around, so, you would have to pay like thousands of dollars or euros up front to have it installed.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. so you, you're getting, you don't have to pay for that installation fee. Exactly. Oh, that's a little bit different. So, it's cheaper.
0: It w- if it was the case, I'm not sure. If it was the case that yeah. you're know, like... Because in the end, it should be cheaper because for a car manufacturer, it's much easier to kind of like, no, we're all going to build the car with this setup. It's much cheaper than having like all kinds of variations. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, true. So
0: like, hey, let's rebuild the car with everything included. It's much cheaper. And then we can just toggle it on and off.
1: Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I just don't... I just, I think you know, like, how many subscription services are you have you got now?
0: Oh man, um, <laughs> it's actually quite interesting. It's like, oh man, um, on my iPhone I think I have three. Then for my company, if not a three or four, but like it's really hard to keep track on them.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's the, that's the that's the exactly the reason why yeah. the subscription services are good, because you like they're banking on people forgetting what they have so mm-hmm. they, and then they get an extra couple of months out of them mm-hmm. and then until they, you know, cancel and that's...
0: Did it's, you see this? What I love, you know, like the company Basecamp and the company 37 Signals. Yeah. So they're launching a new product. I'm going to put in the chat to everyone. There oh, we go. what's that one? It's called, I oh, know. it's just a teaser, once.com and they want to uh, move away from this uh, subscription as a service model and go back to you pay once and you own it forever and I don't know exactly That's cool. it's just a teaser
1: so I'll read it out uh, something happened to business software you used to pay for it once install it and run it whether on someone's computer or server it felt like you owned it and you did today most service uh, software is a service not owned but rented buying uh, it enters you in a perpetual landlord tenant agreement. Every month you pay for essentially the same thing you had last month. And if you stop paying it, the software stops working. Boom, you're evicted. Um, I won't go read all yeah. thing, the rest of it, but you could look at once.com. But I totally agree. Um, like, you know, there should be a thing like oh, after a certain amount of time, you own it. Like,
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know, if you have made, more, like there's a cap. Uh, you know, you're, it's this much a month. It's kind of like a trial program, but you know, once you've hit this sort of like a couple hundred dollar mark, you know. Actually, just it's never gonna be just days.
0: yesterday, I was in the <laughs> in the shower thinking about this, and I was like, how could this work? For example, for Lumi, and I was thinking instead yeah. of like having like an for forever subscription service, I was like, hey, for example, now you have like this. There is like these Lumi tools and Lumi collections out there, and for like same with Westing shares. With every month you pay, you start earning it, and after, for example, one year or two years, you just whatever like whatever you have earned, you earned, and you, you yeah. own it. And if you stop paying for it, exactly, you just own, still you can always de- uh, re- delete it and install it again, but you will have the features you paid for.
1: Exactly, exactly, and I think that's a, it's such a good thing because you're you're earning it. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: I mean, I think there's a lot of opportunity for new models,
3: mm-hmm.
1: like you know, I like the idea of even have you know, like paying monthly and you get like a cut, uh, like a percentage of the ownership of equity. <laughs> yeah. It gets into very dodgy, like, you know, like legally, you mm-hmm. know, like how, they actually, how does it actually work? But um, I don't know. I just think, you know, companies are doing it based on the fact that, you know, loyalty pays, but loyalty isn't, loyalty is earned in a sense. And, you know, a service should be something that you, you you need to give features and functionality that makes it worth it because what's the point otherwise? Like I get it with Netflix and I get it with those sorts of things because it makes sense. But the whole point of Netflix back in the day was that it was, you know, like, you know, content uh, on demand um, where you can kind of consume it. People didn't like paying for mm-hmm. so much. They ended up paying so much because they had all these cable TV channels, yeah. and so they liked ha- got having one service that had all the content. But now with Disney Plus and uh, you know Amazon Prime and all the different sort of slew of like uh, streaming services, you're we're literally going back to that whole cable model. Uh, and
0: and also, to different. be honest, yes, they produce a lot of content, but also you don't watch ninety nine percent of the content it's like you it's insane actually
1: well that's actually what i've been doing with disney plus is i I recently got back on subscribing it because i'm um you know one of my recommendations is on it and i'll talk about Mm -hmm. that in a second but um i literally go on subscribe for the month watch what i want unsubscribe and then um you know basically do it that way
0: oh that's good yeah i'm Um, same same it's
1: yeah so it's, it's the only mo- it's the only way we can do it, and I think a lot of people do move towards that. I feel like it's they're going to have to move towards creating content that will come make you come back, mm-hmm. um, rather than just you know. Yeah, like, I think forgetting about you. I
0: know Pete, like having being on the a shareholder of Lumi. <laughs> I think we should try this model. We can see if it works.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. Like you, you, know, you, you think about pay what the cap is
0: yeah. You, of course, like we can think about these as the features, and you can like, you earn as you go, and then you just or yeah. You, yeah. yeah, yeah, or you own as the you go, loyalty. or own as Loyalties. you pay. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, loyalty is um, rewarded basically. Yeah.
0: Um, the longer you stay, yeah, the more like you it. own of the product, and for life.
1: <laughs> I like it. I, li- I would definitely do that um and also i mean you know there's all these other models like you know like just go into a, a donation model when it's free yeah you know like um yeah i think there's there's so much better ways i think to do i think they do think so and also like it's
0: about about like actually what's the best going back what's the best for the user not what's the best yeah, for exactly future shareholders exactly. you know it's like
1: or current shareholders or, yeah, current exactly current <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right baby we're coming to an end recommendations
1: uh recommendations okay i've got two you've got one or you got two
0: i mean i got one really good book i just started
1: <laughs> do you want it do you want uh, uh, how about we do the sandwich again
0: sandwich okay i've got
1: a tv show and a game so I'll. Oh, I'll all right yes one, tv show yes do, absolutely and then you do um yours and then i'll do mine I'm okay gonna. so uh speaking of disney plus yeah Um I recommend everyone watch Loki.
0: Okay. All right. Like, Loki. Okay.
1: So basically, I'm very much burnt out from Marvel movies. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've seen any hardly any of the new ones. And um, the ones I did watch, I Mm -hmm. was kind of very, very disappointed with, like the the latest Ant-Man and things like that. I don't think they were that great. Um but I'm a sucker for time travel mm-hmm. and I'm a sucker for multiverse sort of like, um, sort of thing. And Loki is all of that combined. Wow. Okay. So it's two seasons. The latest season came out. Um, season one was really, really good. Like I think, you know, stick around with it. Uh, I, I definitely think it's going to be one of those things that, um, you know, is, you know maybe a little bit of a slow start but I think you know stick around with it it will make sense there's 10 episodes each one so I don't think it's a big big ask uh, season two is really really good it's super trippy mm-hmm. um, it stars um, ki Kihu, who uh, Kwan as well like okay. uh, you know uh, short rounds and um, and data from the goonies nice um, it was also in everywhere everywhere everything always at once that um you know recently mm-hmm. so I'm glad that he's now been um, uh, being uh, sort of like um, you know getting opportunities again so yeah extremely extremely recommend it sign up for disney plus uh you know just for the month watch all this and then unsubscribe <laughs> so, <laughs> it's so good i think you can get a free trial as well if you haven't used it so
0: different email just use different email always works
1: yeah oh yeah do that it's yes, exactly <laughs>
0: actually this would be a cool product an auto generator email and Subscription service sign up, so you can always have it for free.
1: You know? <laughs> but you have to subscribe. To yes, that. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a free trial. There's a free so you trial
0: use the product for the product. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh wow! Yes. Okay, I'm gonna check uh, check out Loki. Sounds amazing. Yeah. So good. my book recommendation just started because I'm um, was looking for a fiction book uh, to kind of like, yeah, uh, very important to that always be in the learning mode, but also like be in the dreaming mode and dive into new worlds. And one book I read, actually there are two books, so one book, but this is like a, a series. It's the Red Rising series. and I, Oh, yes, yeah. Wow. Like, I'm just thinking, because like why the, the latest book, I think book seven came out um, two months ago after quite a long break, I think three or four years, three years, I think. And wow. I mean, I finished it and was, again, so hooked. It's like this: the whole Red Rising series is amazing. Kind of like fantasy, science fiction. Kind of like Game of Thrones in science fiction. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. There's one more book coming. Really enjoyed it. But that's kind of like a series. You have to start from book one. But uh, what I recently started, also recommended by my friend Emilia in Helsinki, it's called The Murderbot Diaries. It's an award-winning series. The Murderbot Diaries. And it's beautiful because the books are quite short, 150 pages. And it's about a murder bot well, who is designed to kill by contract. But then he kind of like hacked his own system and got access to all the human media, like soap operas, TV shows. And suddenly he he developed like an kind of like uh, empathy for humans. And it's very annoying for him. (laughs) (laughs) So it's, 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 it's very funny because like it's a Murderbot, who suddenly develops like, an, like a, kind of like this relationship to humans, and it's kind of like contradicting with his nature of murdering humans, and it's annoying. <laughs> 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 and I'm uh, maybe one third in, and I really enjoy it so far. It's very beautiful, beautifully written. It's quite concise, and I think there are seven books in the series. I'm like in the first one, the Murderbot Diaries. I'm gonna link it in the show notes
1: <laughs> i love that it uh, in the wikipedia article it says it primarily uses um you know it's independence uh, thing to watch soap opera exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's so good yeah well, Micro- awesome then I would all right definitely check that out last recommendation for me mm-hmm. is um a game that's quite close to my heart because i worked on it um back in the day oh, all right the sequel just came out mm-hmm. um recently uh and that's alan wake 2
0: wow and
1: um holy shit yeah is it such a good game really like it's from the first moment the first like music the atmosphere the vibe the the visuals, uh, it's like the best looking game I've ever seen. Wow. Um, I'm just checking what it's platform it's best. like, okay. It's on all of them. Like I'm playing on Play- my PlayStation. It's, you know, like it's on all platforms, like all the latest next-gen platforms. Um, and it's basically a cross between uh, Twin Peaks, um, uh, True Detective, mm-hmm uh, very much heavy true detective vibes um and uh like horror ho- horror sort of thing so it's kind of like Resident Evil as well mixed in with that like um like it's it plays like a Resident Evil game like Resident Evil the new Resident Evil games so it's totally different than the old one in a in all better best ways uh it's super weird and it's super adult like it's kind of um they then weren't afraid to to really kind of lean in on it like and they weren't afraid to try new things and i think it's it's the first time i've ever played a video game in my life where i have honestly been shocked scared and intrigued um, uh within the space of like five seconds like wow and and i've never there's this one sequence in there that i was honestly it's probably the best video game experience i've ever had in my life as well wow Um, okay now i'm very
3: intrigued
1: yeah it plays with mediums really well and Mm -hmm. i think it does really well i don't think it's the best video game it's not my favorite video game of all time but it's the best experience that i've ever had um and i think it's just absolutely perfect um and yeah it's just it's just abs- like, so memorable. I have, All right. Yeah, I binged it and I don't really play video games a little bit much anymore. So I just binged with... Strange, okay. Yeah.
0: Wow. I mean, I don't have any platform right now, but I'm considering. I mean, you I could... You Xbox, don't you? No, I don't. But I could maybe stream it on um, yeah, on a cloud service and play it on my, yeah, my MacBook. Yeah. I could do that. Yeah. Xcloud.
1: Yeah. I think it actually plays very well on um, cloud streaming. Yeah. Well, it's, s- you know, it doesn't really need like i mean i'm playing on uh, 30 frames per second so of like call quali- high quality mm-hmm. modes, you know like so it doesn't it's not going to be the highest refresh it's fine it's gonna be good too.
3: So, mm, all right amazing
0: really i'm gonna i'm excited awesome all right pd there was uh, a beautiful futures episode packed in the unreasonable art of living podcast <laughs>
1: i love it i love it
0: and uh, we will have more of these for sure
1: <laughs> yes we're
0: gonna have the futures awards in december
1: Perfect. Yeah, I love that. I definitely um we try December. Try December. Maybe <laughs> I, in January. We try December. <laughs> Most like in January. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: amazing PD. Thank you so much. It was a it was amazing.
1: Um, so thank you for having me on the show. I um, on your platform. I really appreciate it. And um, you know, like for anyone who's coming new to this uh, Unreasonable Art of Living podcast, because obviously there are millions of people that come in to watch Futureish. Um, go and check out uh, the previous episodes um, that Gerhard put out. by there's some really, really amazing topics that actually have had some thought and planning behind it. Um, and he interviews actually people that you know like have way more interesting things to say than me. So. No, we.
0: I think. It's
1: the truth hey this is like this is like the, the bottom of the barrel for like the other reason i don't live in content no.
0: hey it's a bend it's the top it's a bench what we aim for it starts <laughs> starts at the bottom this is where we're going it's just giving giving yeah, yeah. my listeners like hey guys this is where we're going just just know. Yeah. <laughs> all right hey thank you so much and um all right see you or talk to you Next time.
3: Thanks son. <laughs> so. Bye. Thanks, BD.